these are things that we've already loved and kind of already fueled us. And after selling Dashed, I said, you know, what are we most passionate about? What do we love to do? I love health and wellness. I love running. I love eating foods that power me. What I didn't put enough focus on and what I think I learned the most was the importance of culture and employee retention. Um, and that was a company with you know 600 plus independent contractors, um, which, which made that a challenge. Um, but when it came to Wholesale and kind of what I've learned in this experience is if, if we don't create a culture, um, kind of a culture will be created whether you like it or not. This is the ProCo 360 Podcast. I'm Dave Tabor, hosting ProCo 360 because I love Colorado and I love getting to know Colorado's entrepreneurs. My guests have built very successful businesses with team members and collaborators who also love all that Colorado has to offer. Today's episode is with Phil Dumonte, co-founder and CEO of Whole Soul, a quickly growing, fast, casual concept that features a menu of original and creative bowls and juices that are 100% organic, gluten-free and dairy-free. I was super curious because, well, I appreciate organic, but I love all things with gluten <laughs> and from yogurt to baking with butter. I love dairy. So uh, I'm curious. And by the way, I did. I loved the samples. And I love to go into your, your place, Phil. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Whole Soul has five locations and it's growing quickly. In fact, uh, it won fastest growing in the extra small business category of the Denver Business Journal. So from 2018 to 2020, up 619%. Uh, so that's exciting. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about Phil's background as the founder of a food delivery company that he sold to a little company you guys all may know, Grubhub. So mm -hmm. that's going to make this conversation fun too. Hey, listener, special bonus at the end of this episode, Phil is going to give us a promo code. So when you've listened to this episode, you can go into any wholesale and mention the promo code and uh, get 20% off. So stand by for that. By the way, also, Phil and I were connected by Shannon Reese of Feed Media. So those of you who are in PR, if you have a great company to feature on ProCo 360, one that fits the description of a world-class entrepreneur who chose Colorado, write to me via ProCo 360's website. So Phil, with all that, glad you can make the show. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, glad and to be thanks here. thanks again. Yeah, I'm going to give a shout out. You hosted me and my family, Cheryl and Matt, and my friend Bob uh, at Wholesale, right? We, we really enjoyed glad checking enjoyed it out. It. We did. And so let's, you know, I gave that intro. You can probably do a much better job explaining Whole Soul. Thanks, Dave. And that was a great intro. So my wife and Alexa and I started Whole Soul Blend Bar um, in 2018. And as you mentioned, we serve um, smoothie bowls, breakfast bowls, um, avocado toast, juices, coffees. Um, it's 100% USDA organic gluten-free and dairy-free. Um, we now have five locations, three in Denver, two more in Boulder. Um, we opened up three during the pandemic. We've been growing really quickly. Um, and from day one, this concept was really designed for Colorado. So I'm really excited to, to share more about that. Yeah, it, it seemed to be designed for Colorado. I'm going to ask you a question about that. Mm -hmm. But first... What is an OG superfood? <laughs> I mean, I actually researched to try to find it and every, it's almost like people define it using it. So yeah. what is it? The original superfood. So what we like to say is that these are, you know, old ingredients spun a new way. We're not reinventing the wheel. We are using um, superfood ingredients like acai, uh, chia seeds, uh, you know, think avocados, even things like that, that are so nutritiously uh, nutritious for you and so yeah. dense, um, but kind of presenting it in a new way that's uh, as delicious as it is healthy for you. 
moving on from that, <laughs> uh, we did uh, visit your whole soul uh, sure. at Sloan's Lake. Enjoyed it, and good. I, I will. I wanted to give a quick shout out to your uh, employee named Hunter. He was oh, incredibly good. friendly. He said really nice things about you, uh, and that's Hunter's what, a great guy, great he, employee. He's been with us for quite some time. So yeah, glad and, you met him. Yeah, and I'll, I'll let you know. I mean, I left feeling satisfied, good, not full, mm-hmm. and. That's really different from most places uh, where the portions are good size, but you leave like you're full. So yeah. talk about your objective more about, you know, about superfood super sure. through this kind of a, of a, of a uh, restaurant. Well, I'm glad you say that because we want our customers to come in feeling better than, you know, and feel better when they walk out. Um, so we say, you know, we'll supercharge you, we'll fuel you, empower you. We don't want you to feel super full or super tired um, because I think that's something that um, you can feel at times. I know I've experienced when I've gone to health food shops or other restaurants where I walk in feeling worse yeah. and I think I'm doing something good for my health and it's actually um, the opposite. You mean so, you walk out feeling worse, right? Yeah, exactly. Because the big portions of Mexican or whatever. Exactly, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah, feeling yeah. sick afterwards. So um, that's what we mean when we say yeah. that. We want you to feel better when you walk out than when you walked in. So were you actually trying to solve a problem? It sounds like you were versus you know creating, I mean, there's, there's a continuum. Like you could be solving a problem on one end, on the other end, you could be just simply finding an open niche that you could mm-hmm. fill to start a business, sure. right? So I mean, where were you on that? Yeah, so we visited Colorado, my wife and I, and did a triathlon called the Colorado Triathlon. And uh, like everyone else, fell in love with the lifestyle here. And we were just so surprised coming from New York that there weren't more healthy options like this mm. in a fast, casual format. Are there uh, in New York? Uh, plenty, yeah, oh. a lot a lot more. Um, oh. You know, a lot of juice bars, smoothie bars, and concepts like this in LA as well, and t- Chicago and tier one cities. So we thought for such a health conscious place that kind of tops the charts in terms of lifestyle and living a healthy life, um, we expected to see more concepts like this. Mm. Um, so from day one, it was, you know, very much, this is an intentional concept for Colorado. Um, we saw the business need for it and that it seemed to be underserved and didn't have this concept yet um, hmm. and really designed um, the the concept and vision for Whole Soul around that. Wow. And all right, just to be a little tacky, I mean, could you have ever done this if you hadn't sold your company to Grubhub? Definitely not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you took, Absolutely you, not. Yeah, yeah. So you took some of that success and you put it into an investment, right? Exactly. And this was... Um, you know, we kind of took a step back and said, you know, what what are we passionate about? And we yeah. had this fresh uh, plate and this this kind of blank canvas after selling Dash to Grubhub. And for me, I'm a marathon runner. Um, mm-hmm. I love uh, running. I just got back from the New York City Marathon last weekend. Cool. Oh, and, I think I saw you. Weren't you in the? Did I see you crossing first? Oh, yeah. how did yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> I wish next yeah. year maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I got a personal best, so maybe nice. that's what you saw. Yeah, that must have been it. Yeah. And uh, that, was, that was my 13th marathon. And um, so. For us, you know, these are recipes that we ate at home, my wife and I, and these are things that we've already loved and kind of already fueled us. Yeah. And after selling Dashed, I said, you know, what are we most passionate about? What do we love to do? I love health and wellness. I love running. I love eating foods that power me. And um, and that's really what, you know, driv- drove Wholesale to, yeah. to be created. So I pronounced it wrong. It's Wholesale. Wholesale. You got ah, it. Yeah. I pronounced it whole soul. Got it. So, um, all right, I'm going to try to get it right the rest of the, the rest of the way. Now, as you start a new concept that mm-hmm. doesn't exist in Colorado, mm-hmm. is it hard to source the, the ingredients? I wouldn't say that was the biggest challenge to start. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. that's actually more of a challenge right now in yeah. COVID. That's probably our yeah. largest challenge in terms of, um, continuing to, uh, 
procure organic produce has been a huge challenge for us throughout COVID as a supply chain has been um, really tricky as everything's kind of blocked and delayed and ports and things like that. So if you can't, you... Have you had to change your menus and such to, to accommodate? We um, have to substitute things for customers. You know, say if uh, we're out of um, fresh coconut meat was held up in the ports in LA mm, for, mm. for months. Um, and it got to the point where we can't accept that product anymore. Um, so we would sub out, you know, fresh coconut with other um, organic produce. Mm. Conventional is easy to get still. Yeah. Um, but we were never sacrificed that um, in terms of um, our promise to our customers that we were always served organic. So, yeah. And talking about, your, about your customer. And first, I want to remind listeners, mm-hmm. this is ProCo 360, named Best Denver Podcast Three Years Running, and this year named Best Colorado Business Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and this is the show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. My guest today <laughs> is Phil DeMonte of Wholesale. Thanks to our sponsors, First Bank, and really thanks to First Bank for their alignment and their appreciation with Colorado's entrepreneurs and small business owners. Also, Kinsley Meetings, and my friend Steve Kinsley is my longest-running sponsor, so Steve, a shout-out to you. Also, via Technologies and Digital Frontier Printing. Also, thanks to the Colorado Chamber of Commerce for its support for me and Proco360. And so you had mentioned, Phil, about you know what your commitment to the customer, what they're expecting, and you talk on your website about a brand promise mm-hmm. and yours, including things to be honest about ingredients, uh, not, as you mentioned, not sac- or not substituting mm-hmm. and so forth, to be true and honest. Talk mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. So we always wanted to be very um, upfront and transparent about what we're serving. So rather than making the food in the back kitchen and kind of this mystery comes out, uh, we developed this concept of the blend bar. And you saw it when you went yeah. to Sloan's Lake and that all the food, all the bowls we make, all the toast, everything is made right in front of you, Dave. Yeah. So you walk in and that's our blend bar and you, and we have nothing to hide. Yeah. You know, the simplicity and the beauty of the ingredients really shine through. And whether it's a kid coming in, you know, looking at the outer smoothie being made or even an yeah. adult, you love to see what exactly is going into your food that you're about to eat. Sure. Um, so that was our commitment from day one. It's kind of, we say no no bad stuff, yeah. right? Well, isn't, yeah, and- so I got to push back in two ways. One is, mm-hmm. I mean, juice bars are juice bars. You see them, I mean, whether it's, and it's coffee bars too. You always see what's being made. Is sure. there something different about the way you're exhibiting this than what others do? I think we make it fun. You know, I think uh, it's cool to see the process unfold in terms of what's actually going in the blender, um, what ingredients are going in there. And we can really showcase the um, the, the USDA organic produce yeah. um, and all the other things right on our blend bar. And customers will also kind of look to see what other people are getting or the ingredients and be inspired by, hey, can I have some fresh mango on that? Hmm. Can I add this? Can I add that? Because it just looks so yeah. good when you actually walk up to the bar and see what we're putting in the ingredients yeah. in, the, in the bowls. Yeah. So healthy can look good too, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, you know, I got to push back on one other area and that is the, the notion of being true and honest. Um, I I believe you, Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's sort of like this cute trendy promise, you know, right now, everybody is saying we're authentic, Mm -hmm. we're, we're honest, we're, I don't know. How do you really, when you say those things, how do you really differentiate from what everybody's saying? Yeah. I didn't know everyone was saying that these days. Oh, come That's on. good. <laughs> Everybody's saying that yeah. from, from Patagonia to, you know, all the natural foods and all. I mean, uh, thanks for putting me in the same realm as Patagonia. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's, it's not, it's well, not it's, a new thing. Sure. Like it's not original anymore. When we talk about being authentic, we come from a place of this is what we eat. You know, this is what we do for ourselves. And these are the recipes that we made for, um, that power us in terms of 
running 13 marathons, you know, being active in the community, hiking, skiing, cycling, and doing all these things. So my wife and I were eating these meals every day. We were making these avocado mm -hmm. toasts, these smoothie bowls, these juices, these coffees. And we said, this seems like a concept that would resonate in Colorado. And this is 2018. So yeah. I don't think as many people were saying it back then as they you are know, now. That may be the case, yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe we're the OG in that sense too. Oh, no? <laughs> okay, all right. Thanks for bringing that back and making me feel really bad about the whole thing. So, But I think coming from a place of authenticity, if you are passionate about what you're serving, what your product is, whatever, maybe it doesn't need to be in food, that really does shine through. And um, when you look at our menu, it's really unique in that we have nine signature smoothie bowls. Um, they're not all with the same base. There's there's a diversity there. Of If you're a coffee and kind of chocolate lover, there's a smoothie ball called Rise and Grind that has a coffee cacao base with mm -hmm. fresh coconut, almond butter, granola. No one else is serving something yeah, like that. Yeah. If you're a mango pina colada guy or a pina colada guy, you know, we have a blue mango pina colada with fresh mango and coconut on top. So there's such a diversity yeah. there. I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad you stopped because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want you to go through the whole menu, yeah. but it is, it is a nice yeah. one. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit and sure. talk about getting into the business. You mentioned sure. how you started it and what the original sort of motivation was. Um, what is the story of how you, I mean, you had 600 people delivering for Dash mm -hmm. in the in the food in the food delivery business. How did that get started? So I started that right out of college in partnership with my brother, who's also in the business. Oh. And uh, I started doing deliveries on my bike in Boston um, with just one or two restaurants. I was able to bootstrap that and grow that over the years um, to um, several hundred restaurants and you know yeah. 600 plus drivers, as you said. So you just went to this, these couple of restaurants and said, hey, can I deliver on my bike for you? And said how much you'd charge? More or less, yeah. Wow. And it was me going into restaurants, convincing them of the concept that people would love to get your food delivered. And we have this um, technology platform behind us in the, in the way of my brother and and and, uh, and Foodler, it was called. And what was it called? Foodler. Foodler, yes. You, you built the software that allowed you to- I you, did not, that's not my brother. Your brother did. My brother did, yeah. So <laughs> you built the software to serve two- two restaurants when you started? Well, they were already serving restaurants that um, had their own delivery staff. Ah, so that had started prior, but yeah. there wasn't that um, extensive delivery component where you could get delivery from restaurants that didn't yet offer delivery. So that's where we came in and say, do you don't offer delivery? Perfect. That's wow. what we're here to do. We'll provide that delivery staff on bikes and scooters hmm. and bikes, uh, excuse me, on cars and electric uh, smart cars at the time as well to deliver to customers in this area. So that's how it originally got started in the north end of Boston. Wow. How long did it take you to go from you riding on your bike to 600 delivery people? Oh, that took many years. Yeah, like how many? <laughs> yeah, so I uh, I ran the company for eight years eight, um, yeah. and um, I slowly promoted myself, I like to say. <laughs> I started off doing uh, the deliveries myself and yeah. once I couldn't do more than 10, 15, 20 deliveries in a couple of hours, I added another driver, another bicyclist. And, yeah, yeah. And then once I had uh, more bicyclists on, I became the dispatcher and I would actually be the one <laughs> dispatching and doing the customer service. <laughs> um, and then once I couldn't do that anymore, you know, I'd hired an operations person. So it kind of grew it organically and slowly yeah. um, and expanded to a number of different markets. Um, um, as far south as Baltimore to as north as Providence. Wow. And uh, I was able to continue to grow it with, with that success. That's pretty cool. Were you mostly self-funded? We were, com like you were. You're completely self-funded. Yeah. yeah. Completely bootstrapped. So. Wow. Mm -hmm. Kind of old school. We were. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you did that. Mm -hmm. uh, you talked about how you decided to start Whole Soul, but mm -hmm. how did your first location sort of come to life? Yeah. So we came out here and we looked at a number of different locations 
and um, felt that the this first concept, the first uh, location for this concept should be in Lodo, in downtown Denver. Um, there was really no competition. Um, there was no fast, casual, healthy, organic option like yeah. us. At the time, the street was still closed, you know, and uh, it was a, a much uh, a newer newer area, um, a lot of development still happening. Um, so we mm-hmm. thought that this would be a great first location. It was the right size, small. You know, our concepts are um, about 1,000 to 1,500 square feet, as yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so everything is, um, you know, in a, a very efficient kind of format as well. Um, so we looked at, you know, Boulder, we looked at Denver. And day, from day one, though, we said we were going to open up five locations in Colorado before we expand really? outside. Yeah. And that's why we did a lot of investment up front in the brand, in our voice, in yeah. our menu. Because, but, but that makes sense mm-hmm. because if you're trying to grow a brand, grow a concept, mm-hmm. having multiple units that you can touch easily mm-hmm. like in exactly. you can visit them all in one day that's exactly it yeah yeah both from a management perspective and also um a kind of marketing and exposure perspective yeah I like to that say too. like a rising tide lifts all boats so our marketing doesn't just benefit one unit you yeah. know it benefits all five of them because boulder and denver is really the you know the yeah. same market yeah i noticed your denver i mean really sloan's lake isn't that far from from lodo it really so isn't. you could have a customer going you know going to both you could go to both depends on what you're doing you may be doing a walk mm-hmm. around sloan's lake and then you may be over at union station yeah um but it's um, our idea is make the healthy option as the easy option. You so we want to be accessible as yeah, possible. Yeah, you could eat a whole soul twice a day. You could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you could do it five times a day, I guess, nice. even. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's cool. And and what did it cost? Like to the open first your one was, first one. Yeah. yeah, it was just under a half a million. That's was, what I... It was, it was huge. Yeah. Is that what you've guessed? <laughs> I, I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and somewhere in that, in that yeah. range, by the time you... Because you've got to... I mean... I mean, you got to source all of your product. You got to have everything ready to go to launch. Absolutely. You can't, not, you can't like grow the way you grew the bicycle business with, exactly. as you get a customer, you have Much to be ready for all intensive. of Yeah. 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 Totally different business. Yeah. Um, and you know, as you think about what you did when you started it, mm-hmm. what do you wish you'd done differently as you started a whole soul that- you know, you like looking back, you're like, man, we should have done that. Oh yeah. You learned so much. I think the biggest thing for, for us was really understanding the, uh, construction costs up front um, and, yeah. and, and kind of speaks to your question in that there are so many hidden costs of construction, not knowing that field. Um, that wasn't my background mm-hmm. in terms of just building, say, on top of a parking garage um, will add significant costs in terms of the MEP and the mechanical. Why would you be plumbing. on top of a parking garage? Uh, because there's a parking garage below oh, in the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So just having that, you wouldn't expect to add such a significant amount of cost, but they need to um, build things differently. So um, going after a first generation space, meaning it's just a shell. Um, You could spend half your budget on just adding mechanical, electrical, and plumbing to a point where you can put, you know, your brand and your paint on the walls. You can go through your budget really quickly. So from Mm -hmm. there on forward, we started looking, is, are there second generation spaces? Are there, you know, are there spaces that were already restaurants that are already built out that we can kind of apply the whole soul look and feel to? Um, so that's yeah. what we ended up doing for our second location in Pearl Street in Boulder. And so, we're able to cut down the cost significantly. Yeah. Now both those, the first two locations, super expensive. I mean, you chose high traffic we did. areas yeah. and you knew you were going to pay five times the rent. But that was okay. We wanted to be in the center of it all. You know, we didn't want to um, uh, be in a place that was hard to get to or drive people to as a destination. We said, if we're going to make a splash, go big or go home, get in yeah. front of the customers, get in front of the, the, the people walking by. So we wanted to go um, be in front of everybody. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. We think about 
you know, new concepts. If you're really bootstrapping and you go for cheap rent, you don't get the walk, you exactly. don't get the traffic. Yeah. And you got to be on center stage. You don't even know if you're, you don't know if you gave it a shot. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We always said it's whole soul, right? <laughs> Put yeah. your whole heart and soul wow. yeah, and go all in um, and make sure that we've done everything so that we have no regrets, you know? So like afterwards. As, yeah. And, and that makes sense. You, you really have to give it a shot. Exactly. You can't go halfway on something like right, this. Right. Exactly. Um, what about, you know, when you get more location, I realize you're only at five, but it's mm -hmm. still one to five is a pretty big deal. Right. Are, have you started reaching any economies of scale? Definitely. Like yeah. Like what? In terms of food costs are yeah. the biggest, uh, biggest economies of scale because we're sourcing from the same suppliers um, when now when we have five locations versus when we started with one in 2018, yeah, yeah. all the same suppliers, it's all the same delivery area, right? If all the locations are within about 45 miles of each other. Yeah. Um, we're getting them from the same suppliers. So we're just buying five times more yeah. the produce, five times more bananas yeah. than and, we were when we started. Yeah, but I mean, does that really, I mean, have, you, have your gross margins gone up from like 50% to 60%? I mean, is it a big, like what it, are, it, how it, do you it, look at gross margins in a business like yours? Yeah, we kind of look at the bottom line margins more than that in terms of when we're starting off, we were on a, closer to around 10%. Um, and now with net, the economy, yeah. net, net, exactly. Economies of scale, we're closer to 20%. And that's really yeah. just by bringing those food costs yeah. down. Um, and also there's definitely some economies of scale when it comes to um, labor as well. Not in How's terms that? of bringing costs down, yeah. but being able to have a nimble workforce that can work at any of the five locations. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we have yeah. a staff of a hundred people that are all in this area. You know, some stores may need shifts covered um, more quickly than others. Uh, some folks yeah, move yeah, from yeah. Boulder to Denver. So having five disparate locations across the country is very different than having five within 45 mm -hmm. miles of each other. Yeah, um, that makes sense. If you really are in a pinch, you can, somebody you can borrow people from jump other in. places. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, hey, listeners, this is ProCo360. I'm your host, Dave Tabor, and this is the show featuring entrepreneurs who could be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. This episode is with Phil DeMonte, founder co-founder with his <laughs> wife and CEO of Wholesale. Go to Proco360.com to subscribe to the newsletter, read my blog, link to sponsors, and catch the books I'm listening to on Audible. By the way, I am, I don't know if you've seen, I am a big fan of Ryan Holiday, and I'm listening to his book on Audible called Courage is Calling. It may be his best. I haven't, love it. I haven't, Obstacles the Way. Obstacles That's my the Way, favorite, yeah, that one was, of my favorite books. That was his first, wasn't it? Was, it was, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. So I haven't read that one yet. I'll yeah, check this that out. one is amazing. I've been uh, sharing conversations about it with my uh, my son, Dan, and it's it, he's in the Air Force. It's amazing to I'll hear to sort of how he's thinking about uh, this notion of courage. He's an incredible so, author. Yeah. yeah. So moving on, I want to talk a little bit more about growing the business. Sure. And uh, we talked about margins and so forth. One of the, the things I wonder, like when I think about and and I love how you defined you define wholesale as as healthy, organic, gluten free. What? How did you you had like you this got whole it. thing and dairy free? And dairy free. Yeah, you got so it. That's your niche, right? Right. So it seems like there are so many quick serve niches. Mm -hmm. Everything from what you described, mm -hmm. poke and Mexican sure. and hot chicken. Now, I mean, I think. You know, is is the world open to an infinite number of new food <laughs> concepts or what? Yeah, well, time will tell, right? Yeah, um, for sure. But I think that is speaks to the um, the importance of doing one thing well. You know, and focusing on what you do best. But and, I mean, customers just say, okay, this this gluten free, dairy free, healthy, organic, all mm -hmm. this stuff. You know, that's kind of fun and fine. It's mm -hmm. novel, but. What percentage of your customers do you really think are committed to that kind of a lifestyle and that kind of eating mm -hmm. versus just, hey, this looks like 
we're walking past, it looks good, let's go in. Yeah, that's a great question. We have a mix of both, right? I mean, any given day, we'll have um, half the customers that walk in the door have never been a wholesale before and excited to try it. And, and the other half are, are complete, you know, loyalist and avid wholesale uh, customers. Yeah. And I think here in Colorado, there's just much more of an opportunity for those avid um, uh, customers that are, are really passionate about health and wellness because that that is mm. the lifestyle that we live here. And that is yeah. where people are, are looking at too. And much more health conscious yeah. here. Well, some of us are. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what's the, like, you know, if you had to look at the population that walks past wholesale every mm-hmm. day, is it, Five percent that really care about that stuff. Twenty five percent is it the same customer? How I would think most of your mm-hmm. customers are the same ones that go to Chipotle the next day, and and they may. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But would you have a smoothie? Would you have an avocado toast? Well, yeah, right. So that so it's not just a niche, right? I mean, I think it, the challenge from day one, and this is kind of what fuels us, is how do we make healthy food taste good make it as delicious Mm -hmm. as it is healthy for you. And that's a really fun challenge um, because uh, in the past, it's it's not always that health food tastes the best. Um, And there are some really cheap thrills in a way, I call them, to uh, make food taste good when it comes to sugar and salt. And some of our competitors will pour orange juice and apple juice into their smoothies. Wow, tastes great, it's delicious, it's sweet. You walk out with a sugar rush feeling sick, right? So um, (laughs) that's that's the difference. It's like, how do you still make it taste great that you wanna come in and have that smoothie bowl or that toast or the right. breakfast bowl. And at the same time, um, you know, want to be walk out feeling great. So, well, I, I think it's, um, I think it's an interesting question in my mind is like, how many people are really dedicated to this such that, such that they'll stay loyal mm-hmm. to whole soul when somebody else interesting, you know, comes in next door. I mean, it, yeah. do you, do you have to do you have to have loyal a certain percentage of customers loyal repeat customers for you to be successful? I think that's really important. Yeah. yeah. And 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 we always listen to our customers, you know, and that's kind of goes back from day one is like why do customers come to Wholesale? What do they love about us? And that a lot of the reasons we discussed already. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when we see something like our juice scale sales are skyrocketing during the pandemic. Well, we'll we'll roll out a juice pass, a subscription program where people can get more juice at a better rate or a juice uh, immunity bundle where they can get a six pack of juice. So it's kind of about following that. I would say using that customer base, uh, leveraging that customer base in the sense that what do they love about Wholesale and then applying that to the larger customer base of, of people coming in for the first time. So do you help your customers evangelize? I think so. I mean, our food is beautiful. <laughs> so, you know, the amount of folks that, you know, post on Instagram pictures of their bowls and the food from Wholesale is, uh, is, is huge. So that gives us great exposure and sure people are does. just so excited to, um, to see the bowl before they, you know, post about it before they eat it. And, um, we have really photogenic food, so that makes it easier. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is yeah. cool. And they are, they are brightly colored. Exactly. I ordered something that had, that was like bright, bright green. Yeah. <laughs> bright like, green, huh? bright pink, yeah. blue. It's all natural, but it's just, it's just the ingredients and it makes it fun. That's cool. So yeah. you talked about moving to Colorado. Did mm-hmm. you move to Colorado specifically to start Wholesale? Yes. Yeah. And not that they, you had to twist my arm. I mean, of course, yeah, I moved yeah, here yeah. for the lifestyle, but for me, it was one and the same. It was, here's a concept that was kind of, you know, created for 
Colorado, and that we knew they would do very well mm -hmm. here, and that it, that this market was underserved. We wanted to be the category leader when it came to our niche, like you said. Yeah. Um, at the same time, we knew that the values of of Colorado and kind of the lifestyle here fit in with what my wife and I like to do personally, and was very well aligned. Um, so we moved here very intentionally. We're going to open the first wholesale here. We want to open five wow. wholesales here yeah. before expanding outside of Colorado as a kind of proof of concept. And other than the customers who are health oriented mm -hmm. coming and and eating at mm -hmm. wholesale, are there other benefits from being in Colorado? Are there other synergies that you found for the brand? I would say that, you know, we see customers kind of attaching wholesale to their daily life and habits. Um, so they will, uh, you know, go for a bike ride and they'll follow it up with a smoothie. They will go out to the mountains and they'll load up on grab and go snacks. Um, you know, every, every day we hmm. see someone doing a post hike stop spot, uh, stop off at wholesale afterwards. So wow. they go on a hike, they go hike Mount Sanitas and they come to wholesale afterwards. It's their routine. It's their ritual. Do they, do they, do you think they identify their activity with wholesale and that it's sort of like a package day? We, we would like to think so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what yeah. do you do? That's to me, that's a really intriguing opportunity. Yeah. Well, we, we promote that, you know, on our social media and in our advertising, it's like, well, follow up that great hike with a smoothie bowl from wholesale yeah. or, you know, you're going for a walk around Sloan's Lake, a beautiful day. What could be better than a juice or a smoothie after that? Yeah. So just integrating it into those daily activities that people are doing anyway mm -hmm. um, is huge. Going to a spin class, running, go, cycling, yeah. you know, any of those things. It's like you want to eat something that's going to feel good afterwards and make yeah. you feel good and replenish, you know. So is, 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 uh, are, are your social media efforts really targeting integration of, of wholesale into people's, how are you doing that? If you look at it, you know, you'll see that, you know, first of all, there's a ton of user generated content, like we said, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's so photogenic. So um, leveraging that as much as possible and just that, what our customers are already posting. Um, but in terms of, you know, what we post, it's yeah. very much in line with, oh, well, you know, having a, a pure glacier, it's one of our juices on the top yeah. of a mountain, you know, yeah, yeah things yeah, like yeah, that. That makes so, sense. Yeah. Sure it so does. it's like, wow, that would be really good. I'll go to Vale and then I'll, I'll bring some Kona bites and the pure glacier water with me and I'll have that on top. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. Are you, yeah. are people posting uh, active photos of you? Exactly. Mountains and that's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think great. in that sense, you know, that's that's Colorado's the perfect kind yeah. of backdrap for it. Yeah, yeah. So all right, I'm going to switch gears kind of into a couple of other things, a little bit away from wholesale. But mm -hmm. you know, er earlier in your career, you were named to the Forbes 30 under 30. Uh, that never happened to me. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be named to the Forbes 100 under 100 <laughs> either. I don't think that's coming. But what's that feel like? It was amazing, incredible honor, um, and that was really thanks to you know the success of Dashed um, that was before yeah. wholesale. Um, and I started wholesale um, just just after I turned 30 years old. So right. No. After right. that announcement, yeah. So I, I've been an entrepreneur and I had some success. When things were going well, yeah. it kind of went to my head. Mm -hmm. And um, ask my wife, she'll tell you what it did <laughs> to me. But I mean, what's your thinking around achieving success? Oh, I think every day is a challenge. <laughs> yeah. It keeps you honest. I mean, it, I think, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and living the day to day, um, I think you can, as long as you're in it, um, uh, you'll, you'll, your, your challenge will keep you honest. So I don't think I've been able yeah, to run away with that. <laughs> yeah, but when, when you were named 30 under, uh, uh, Forbes 30 under 30, I mean, your family, your friends must have all been like stroking your ego like crazy. I mean, how do you keep your head on straight? Seriously. <sighs> to me, man. it's like, well, what's next? You know, there's always something next yeah. that's like, well, 
yeah, that's great. But what about the Forbes 40 under 40 yeah. or whatever, maybe, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like, um, and I think it's just a matter of always seeing how you're going to grow and not kind of reaching your peak. Um, so after, you know, achieving that, um, I'm one of those people that are kind of always thinking about the next thing and how to keep growing. So it was an, it was an incredible honor, but it's like, well, I just sold my company. What am I going to do next? Yeah. I can't just sit here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got to start a new company. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah. Well, that's what keeps me going. Good. What, what did you think? you had figured out then, like right when you sold Dash, mm -hmm. you must have figured out, you must have thought like, okay, I got something figured out, right? What, where were you wrong? Like, what didn't you, what didn't you have figured out at 30 that like now you're trying yeah, to figure out? It's a good question. I think, well, what we did right was focusing on doing one thing well. And that for Dash, it was speed. It was because, because I had the experience where I was getting food delivered 60, 90 minutes yeah. later waiting. So it's like, okay, let's make this company centered around speed. We'll call it Dashed. We'll deliver it faster than anybody else. And that will be our promise to our customers. What I didn't put enough focus on and what I think I learned the most was the importance of culture and mm. employee retention. Mm. Um, and that was a company with you know 600 plus independent contractors, um, which, which made that a challenge. Um, but when it came to wholesale and kind of what I've learned in this experience yeah. is if, if we don't create a culture, um, kind of a culture will be created whether you like it or not. Um, and uh, so you really have to be intentional about um, how you treat your employees, you know, the benefits you offer and what that culture looks like. Um, and I don't think I was thinking in, in, the, in the sense of, you know, in the terms of employee retention and culture at yeah, all at that point. Yeah. And now it's like, I'm a big believer in the Danny Meyer model, employees first, take care of your employees and they'll take care of your customers. Um, so we have a lot of great benefits around that. Um, but I think that's the biggest lesson I learned is and the importance yeah. of that, and especially in a service industry where your touch points are, um, your employees are, are you know, they, they, sure. they'll form the interaction with the customer. They'll form your customer's yeah. impression of you. Yeah. Well, I, I had a very successful uncle who told me, uh, you know, people say, oh, I learned my lesson. He said, no, I said that to him once. He goes, no, you haven't learned your lesson until you do it right the next time. <laughs> so it mm -hmm. sounds like you've really tried to learn mm -hmm. from that Dash experience and apply Definitely. it. What are you still working on along those lines at Wholesale? I think that's, that's it's an ongoing effort um, always to, um, you know, make sure that your employees are happy, um, that there's um, high employee retention and morale. Yeah. Um, so we just rolled out some a couple of new initiatives uh, in that sense. We do company health care now. Um, we have, go out every month for one fun company event. We went to the Rockies game to go for nice, hikes, yeah. yoga, things like that. Well, so isn't, isn't company health care just letting them eat your food? <laughs> that's part of it. Yeah. We offer, <laughs> that's a good point. We offer 50% off our food to our employees. Employees, so we want to make it accessible as possible. Yeah. Um, and uh, and that's that's part of it for sure. <laughs> All right. Hey, last question. Sure. Uh, you've got some background, some famous reputation around the entrepreneur at entrepreneur.com featuring <laughs> Phil's daily showering <laughs> trick. Glad you found it. I did. And I tried <laughs> it this morning. It? it was rough. Talk, talk it's about, not for everyone. No, it's not for me. I okay. couldn't do I couldn't do it. But go ahead. I've talk. been taking cold showers since I was 11 years old. <laughs> well, that's about the time of puberty, right? Yeah, so there's, exactly. I hope that's not, I don't know if that we're not going to go there, but yeah. Um, but the, the secret is, uh, and this has become more popular now, but I did yeah. write about that a few years ago is the contrast between hot and cold. And, uh, you know, you put the, always end your shower with cold water in the morning if you want to wake up. Yeah. So go 30 seconds as cold as possible. Then yeah. go 30 seconds hot and then 30 seconds cold again. You'll you'll feel better than having a cup of coffee. You'll be more refreshed, but don't do it at yeah. night because that is energizing. At night, yeah. you just want to keep it hot because yeah. that'll put you to sleep nicely. But what I recommend is start off with your legs. Don't do the full body. Uh, and if you yeah, got the... I didn't read that part first. <laughs> I, you know, my, my, I, like I did, I felt fully <laughs> awake, but I also felt like my, 
I, I don't know, almost like I had a little warm buzz in my head or something. It was did, weird. That means you did it right, Dave. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it was like, whoa. So, yeah. Thanks for trying it. Yeah. Well, you know, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess on that note, we'll wrap up. Unless you got some other, do you have any other life hacks you want to share? No, that's the best one that's, I have. Oh, stuff. my God. It is. So listeners, give it a try. And, yeah. uh, but, but if uh, like... Do it. Maybe sitting down. You don't have a heart attack. Or <laughs> exactly. Something. I'm not a doctor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nor am I. Advice, yeah. Nor, no, this is not medical <laughs> advice. So I'm your host, Dave Tabor. Today I'm Proco360. You've been listening to my conversation with Phil Dumonte, founder, co-founder, and CEO of Wholesoul, uh, and also uh, originator of Phil's great showering <laughs> trick. So anyway, thanks, Phil, for joining for and for a great conversation. Thanks so much, yeah. Dave. Appreciate it. Mention Proco360 at any of the five Wholesoul locations in Denver or Boulder. We're happy to give you 20% off so you can enjoy. Oh, that's great. Listeners, glad you were here on Proco 360, where we say live, work, love Colorado, because you and I and my guests can be successful anywhere and choose Colorado. You make the show successful by subscribing to the Proco 360 podcast. If you haven't yet, please, it's a huge help. And Phil, you'll have your team members do it, I'm sure. Submit a review to uh, rate Proco 360 in their app. Thanks again to show sponsors. First Bank, Kinsley Meetings, Via Technologies, Digital Frontier Printing, and the Colorado Chamber of Commerce. That's the show. Live, work, love Colorado. 